you know, you know, and I know, and they know, they know, and we know, we go all in, you know, and I know, they know, they know, and we know. What's good, man? What it do? What it do? Everything at once. You got me in the in the hot box. Say, yo, let's do this Valentine's post Valentine's. You made me feel bad about yesterday. I ain't even gonna hold you. I ain't even gonna hold you. You made me feel bad about yesterday. I made you feel bad about yesterday. You made me feel bad about yesterday. Elaborate on that. You was like, man, no stream today, man, man. I was like, all right, bro, we in there. We make sure we can. <laughs> we, we all we all have our things that we can uh, escape the stress, and and I enjoy getting together with my man K Dizzle. So what's up, man? What's good? Happy Valentine's Day. I'm happy Happy Post Valentine's weekend, K Dizzle. How was your Valentine's Day? Good. It was it was relaxing. It was relaxing. Yes. Same here. I worked a little bit, but we celebrated a little bit early, but we had a good time, man. It's a little That's different. That's what counts. You know, I got, you know me, I got four girls and a wife, so it's all women in the house. So we got to figure out something to do for everybody, especially with this pandemic. So, all this respect with you. All this admired you for that, for having that house full of lovely women. Shout oh, out to crazy. the, shout out to the family. Cause I'm crazy. That's what it is. <laughs> I'm retarded out here. I couldn't. Uh, I kept my socks on. I couldn't pull my boys out. We ain't gonna talk about that. Let's do this though. Okay. While we here on the V day, hope everybody had a good V day. Shout out to everybody who's joining us. Um, we live directors to all dressed up podcast so that you know. Um, Let's see who we are. It's the all dressed up podcast. All dressed up and nowhere to go. That's what it's been on this whole. You day. know. You know. Me. Me and K Dizzle. K Dizzle and I have been have been having great conversation over the years so these are these are just you know us us talking all dressed up conversations as we like to call it i like how you say my name so properly k dizzle and i k dizzle and i me and k dizzle you know we've been rocking for a while so figure we dress up our conversations for the all dressed up podcast but sure. it's your boy it's your boy young half it's your, what's your show it's your boy k dizzle dc hey look let's talk real quick classic gifts for v-day right mm. we're gonna go to the classic classic gifts the do's and the don'ts but uh, let's knock the easy ones out the way the easy ones out the way or what so we're gonna go are we gonna go from like five to one you want to do like a countdown no, no, no. you ain't got to do a countdown you just you just name them because we know what they are we know what the first obviously obviously it's the chocolate one or two chocolate right it's the chocolates and you can't you can't get the cheap chocolate you know we can't be out here getting the like how you how you get your wings you know you can't be out here <laughs> just uh making making haste decisions about our chocolate you can't you can't come with the, the hearsays not the hershey's <laughs> I mean, you can't be, can't be getting the hearsays and not the hershey's man you gotta you gotta get can't. some russell stover shout out to russell stover you know Support the podcast. You gotta get some. What's the other ones with the little? They come in the little gold egg, like with the Ferrero Rocher. Ferrero Rocher, yeah, the Rachel Ferrero. Gotta get those. <laughs> and the Andes. Gotta get the you Andes. Gotta, the breakfast. 
Shout out to you got to get the you got to get the Godiva, right? The Godiva. Godiva. Is it Godiva or Godiva? I don't know. Oh, oh. Godiva. All right, what's say, next? Can we say wait a minute? But can we say Russell Stover is a is a uh, is a staple? Russell Stover chocolates. I don't know who this dude is, but I know his name with chocolates. Can we say that? I don't know. Them? I don't know, man. Damn, you don't like, <laughs> you don't like people named Russell? I don't know. I, I can't. I can't really. We'll get back. We'll get back to that. Look, all right. We already talked about the classic dudes. What's the don't? We say chocolate, flowers, flowers, uh, cars, and candy. candy obviously, flowers, cars, and candy. All right. Now, what's, what what's you don't? don't, what you don't do, it, it depends on who you're shopping for. You know, if you want to really dig deep into it as well. One. Like you just don't want to go buy just any females lingerie, you know that's a broad statement. You just don't just go giving any. No, nah. you don't. You don't. You don't do pregnancy tests. Okay, you don't do. The, I I say you don't do wedding rings. No, I don't care who you are. I don't care how romantic you think it is. You don't do wedding rings on Valentine's Day. You don't do the proposal. Well. People like it, but I just don't think it's. That's just me. If you're gonna do, if you're gonna do it, make it another special day. <laughs> this do, fool said you don't do pregnancy tests. What? What oh, the hell just, is oh, that? You, just caught that. Oh, you, just, <laughs> you don't do pregnancy don't tests. Do pregnancy. Right? I, I, I will hope not. No, you don't do. Uh, I don't. You know, maybe I'm different. I don't know. I, I think Valentine's Day is just another day to share and express your love for the person you care about. I saw a lot of nice. I saw a lot of nice posts from a lot of my friends this weekend um, on Instagram and Facebook. A lot of beautiful pictures with the lady and the, you know, out there, out there by the harbor and doing nice things. Both harbors, actually, Baltimore and National Harbor. Um, so shout out to you guys for having such lovely fun this weekend. Shout out to Happy those for who you. went out, who went out and about during this COVID pandemic. Be safe. Mm. I know my ass ain't going, ain't doing too much enough. But all in the name of love. All in the name of love. Hey, since we talk about people getting together and showing love, let's talk about those who ain't getting together and showing mm. love. Okay. Mm. And I know we're going we flipping it really quick, but it's important because I think it's a part, it's a big part of the side of change and how we tackle these these situations and make sure that we speak on them. And I'm really talking about uh Meek Mill and Takashi 69. <laughs> Hell of a hell of a, uh, a segue and a way to shift gears into Takashi Six Nine, but I wanna, <laughs> but I wanna preface everybody watching this podcast because obviously, you know, we're not kids. We're not gonna sit here and condone, you know, all the behavior that Takashi Six Nine displays. But it's worth talking about when you got your boy Meek Mill walking out of a club. I guess in Florida, that's another hot spot where you can just go frolic around like there's no pandemic. But mm-hmm. that's another story. And apparently, your boy Six Nines out there waiting for him. Jumps on Meek Mill. Okay. Jumps on Meek Mill like it was plotted. Go ahead. No, he has nothing to do. He don't have a rap career. Uh, Does he? I don't know. Um, He doesn't have anything. Nobody's paying attention to him anymore. So he has to do something outrageous or outlandish to, to keep his name relevant. He's almost like he's almost you know following the trump method you got to do something outlandish outrageous to stay to stay abreast in the media 
100 absolutely I, I don't i don't follow the dude i really don't care for him um i think he's just the i always looked at him like like the actual dave Chappelle skit come to truth come to life <laughs> you know what I'm yeah saying? it's the dude yelling in the mic um you know in the mic in the studio that's just yelling in the mic in the studio and i just like yo just for Doing it. It's retarded, man. For me, but that's the that's the new currency, like you know. Clout, it's like clout's a new currency, and, and when you have currency. to, yeah, and when you and when you're trash, when your music is garbage, and you know your your, your image kind of ran a course. Now you got to bring in people to play with you, and yeah. allegedly, <laughs> right, and allegedly, you know, he had actually spoke about trying to have some type of beef, like an intentional beef. And he was reaching out trying to throw some money at a couple of artists. So could it have been that your boy Meek took the bag, you know, uh, $3 million to sit out there and argue. And all we're doing is putting the cameras up. We don't see any straps. You know, that's the first thing Meek calls out is, what, you trying to get me in trouble? You know, obviously the boy's on, you know, what, parole or whatever, I'm assuming. But crazy stuff, man. And, And it's all about the social media age. And the boy already got a lot of people put away for a long time and now he's on to the next one dumpster fire that's what i call yeah. it dumpster fire. but we're gonna play the footage just in case you didn't see it we're gonna play the footage just because just, <laughs> just because you can't be talking about it and not show it so um let me put this on for you really quick and we ain't gonna stay in it we're just gonna go over it so put it up put it up Shout out to Rod. You need that clout. You the best nigga. You the best nigga. You the best nigga. You the best nigga. I fuck you. You the best nigga. All y'all niggas pussy nigga. You the pussy. Majority of the video there, man. We just mm, got that mm, shit mm. I tell you. Look, for real, for real. I can give two shits, but it's important. <laughs> it's it's in the news. <laughs> just... I mean, yeah. I, I mean, obviously we could all give two shits about it. <laughs> but I mean, at some point. Somebody out of all those dudes, this, out of all those dudes out there, and I'm I'm not condoning violence, but somebody just just smacked the the rainbow colored kid here, whatever you want to call him, out of here, man, get him out of here. Trash, and then fire. and then Meek Mill talking about he don't want to go to jail. Don't go to jail for him. He's a hundred percent dumpster fire. No need, no need to mm. carry on that on that con- on that conversation with that idiot. So you ever heard of uh, Whack One Hundred? 
No. So WAC 100 is like a manager, you know, slash just, you know, role, role dog with a game out on the West Coast. And, you know, he's always been out there with the game when it came out to his uh, previous issues in the past. And usually he'll stand out there and, you know, he'll kind of be his muscle. Mm-hmm. So WAC 100 came out with an interesting point, by the way. Um, he had said, what about when Meek Mill just a few a few months back ran up on Safari? You know, you were gangster just a few months ago, and Meek Mill. I'm pretty sure it was like what within the past, within the past year. Yeah. But either way, you know, he had his he had his crew run up on Safari, and Safari is obviously not gangster. You know, he'd be in the videos and stuff dancing. You know, but now all of a sudden, you can't do anything when it comes to six nine posting up outside. So, I hate to say it, but. Give the give the kid another win. The cloud chasing goes on another day. Cloud chasing continues. That's the triple C right there. Cloud chasing continues. Dumpster fire. That's that's the only thing that ever comes to mind <laughs> when I think of Takashi Six Nine. It's absolute dumpster fire. Um, shout out to those who just jumped in. We were in this in this segment of Takashi Six Nine and Meek Mill. And shout out to AllHipHop.com for the video. By yeah, the way, yeah, for the video. Um, Two rappers that have high pitched voices. One yells, and the other one um, just is just a high pitched voice. Mm. Uh, Mill dreams and nightmares. Shout out to shout out to Meek Mill. Something give. What? Meek Mill said he's a boss. He ain't about to be out there catching no fades. <laughs> Shit. He's a in boss. Hawaii, God damn it. In the Hawaiian shirt though. For what? In the white night in the Hawaiian shirt. Nah, man, I can't. He ain't no thug. It's not necessary. He ain't no thug. But hold on, man. I have to show you this because um, it was terrible. I couldn't, when I saw it, <laughs> I couldn't believe it because I couldn't understand it. Because what happened? It was just the facial expression on it was like, <laughs> all right. So <laughs> the facial expression, it was what really took me over the top. It was like, he was like in the matrix and couldn't believe that those things would ever happen to him in life. Like never <laughs> happened it's like, this isn't, this isn't what it is. This is like, he wanted to really stop. He wanted to be Adam Sandler and hit the click button. They were like, but why that shit? So we go, I'm going to play that. It shit. was, it was one of those gotta, you know, gotta get away moments. Oh, it was, saying. yeah, it was, it would live in infamy, man. Living in infamy. Hey, Hey, good evening. But yo, your boy. Thanks. And he exerts a lot of energy <laughs> in transition. He does a phenomenal job still at his Watch age rebounding the basketball. So when you talk about game Watch rebounding, <laughs> he's one Watch of them. Yeah. He's like, did that just happen? <laughs> oh, you got to run that back. Run Watch that back. Any of us can rebound it. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Rebounding. He's one of them. Yeah. He's like, did that just happen? <laughs> I don't think any of us can believe he's that just there. happened. Yeah, he exerts oh a lot of God. energy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hilarious. I'm sorry. Hilarious. Sorry, Who does that? He did that in your real boy, life. Your, your boy looked at the basket like, <laughs> where did you go? What? <laughs> where did you go? And Wait. when did you come back? Wait, what? <laughs> Hilarious. And you know what? That That is the sum of Russell Westbrook's Russell current Westbrook's stay current in D.C. In D.C. <laughs> His current tenure is summed up by that free throw. It is. You want it to is. talk about all dressed up? Russell Westbrook at the free throw <laughs> line, and that video was all dressed up. And I'm sure that free throw wouldn't have mattered. It wouldn't have won the game. 
Shout out to Roddy Cooper, free bill, free bill. Because uh, no, please keep bill. him locked up. I know we got to keep him locked up. Look, man, <laughs> free bill is hilarious. Did you, say, did you tell me, or did somebody else? Somebody? No, no, no. Somebody else told me, man. So Bradley Bill, everybody knows, last year was snubbed unceremoniously from the All Star game. Okay, politics. Twenty six points a game. Twenty six points a game, averaging right. It was mm-hmm. crazy. Even everybody in the, everybody, everybody got selected was like, this is crazy. What is he doing now? 32 points a game. Isn't he 32? Like 30, 32 points a game right now? Yeah. He's out of he could go for 40 if he really wanted to. He's out of control right now. And the guy the guy could go for 40 if he really wanted to. The man has been carrying. Look, you can say all you want about John Wall. Shout out to John Wall. I know I know his people. He's been in D.C. for a minute. When he played, he was good. I'm not going to say great. He was good. Because how many seasons was he here? Now you say for about what? About what, seven? Seven seasons? How many seasons I did believe. he play? Full seasons did he play? He played about what, five? Five, five and a half? Five and a half full seasons? I mean, John Wall was a soldier, man. I can't, you can't talk shit about him. He got I, us to the playoffs. I, look, he did get us to the playoffs. The, those were the years where, you know, they were running in uh, Toronto. And Kyle Lowry and, um, you know, Kawhi Leonard and, you know, De- DeMar DeRozan and those guys were giving them trouble. Then they ran into Cleveland a few years. I mean, they had some tough some tough battles with John Ball. Okay. Are you sticking up for him? I, I, I will let you have that. I mean, I'm you know, he is the um, he is the, the nightclub, the nightclub hero as well. I heard he had a jersey, a rose bar. He did have. A I'm not. I'm not trying to snitch, but I heard he had a delivery. jersey at Rosebud. Yes, he did. He had a. He had a jersey. He had a a signature chair. Uh, <laughs> a chalice. Uh, a chalice. Yes, a chalice, and, and everything else that comes with it. But um, I, it was him and Bill for those many years, and I think Bill just really. I can't. You can't even say he like stepped out of the shadows. Or John Wall, but he he was there and he was doing it. And I think he's just doing it in a major way without any help. Because Westbrook's there. But is he? Okay. Let me not go there. Because because we went in with Westbrook and we went in without Westbrook. And what's our record right now? You can make me look this shit up. Yeah, it's it's like 7 and 16 or something crazy like that. But at the end of the day, you know, are they going to move Bradley Bill? I doubt it. They might move Westbrook again. 7 you and know. 17. What did I say? Seven and sixteen. So we had one more loss. I was trying to hold seven back a loss. But you know, at the end of the day, Russell Westbrook's a good player. Bradley Bill is a superstar. He can score. Not much of a defender. You know, nobody's playing defense in the NBA right now, anyway. But can they get the right talent around Bradley Bill in DC? Can he attract the right free agents? I don't know. We'll see. Obviously, he's gonna hold up a lot of their salary cap. He costs, you know, the super max um at the end of the day, but great score. But will he win a championship in D.C.? Hell no. We already know that it's going to go down out in L.A. You might get a team that can challenge L.A., you know, maybe maybe a Brooklyn. But other than that, it's going to be a tough up, uphill battle for the Wizards. we got plenty of time to turn around, but I don't think we have the – we don't have the bench to do so. We don't have the bench for the players to do so. I like, the, I like the draft pick this year, though. The boy Adini, I believe you say his name. Yeah. He's, he's, he's all right. Yeah. Long ways to go, though. Long ways to go. So let me ask you a question. Talking about 
the NBA, you obviously brought up Bradley Bill. <clears throat> let's 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 see who your midway point or uh yeah, midway point for MVP is. Who who's who's in your three? Who's in your top three? Chat, help us out. Who who's in your top three right now for for early MVP candidate for the NBA? Early MVP candidate. Mm. I don't know. I can't see I can't. my hat. I know what your shit say. Fuck your hat. Gotta gotta rock. <laughs> Fuck your hat. Gotta rock. Gotta rock with my boy LeBron. Still, man. I mean, yeah. I gotta say he's he's my number one candidate for MVP. Um, and if and if MB keeps playing the way he's playing, goodness gracious, talking yeah. about a classic center, you yeah. know, with that traditional style of play, like that post up big man back to the basket game, but he can still face yeah. up and, and hit the three and extend. Um, he's a great second. I, I get you Ron that. and Curry. Nobody else. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, Steph, Steph, uh, is, he's always going to ball out, but you got to also look at the team's success. And right now it's tough for him because he's, he's, he's alone on the Island. Like Draymond green, He's never been a scorer, but now he's averaging like four points or something. Like it's crazy. I don't know what he doing. I don't know where he at, where his mind is, or what's going. Yeah, on. he's starting to just like just fight a lot. Yeah. I think. Um, I think they. I don't know. I think they just their mojo ain't ain't what it is. They still performing, but I don't know. I can't call it, bro. I can't call it. So who's I your uh, who's your MVP picks? Like you said, I mean, I have to, I have to give it to LeBron. Okay. Just, 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 you know, not only just be a stature, I think he really is taking that leadership part in the team um, and taking them, taking his team to the next level. I think he's playing good ball. He's playing his best ball right now between him and um, him and KD playing the best ball. And if they keep it up, Depending on what the what the Nets look like, you know, and the season, because there's still a lot of ball to play, you know. KB KD can get there. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, KD you you brought up KD. Um, that's that's an excellent point. I mean, he's still trying to allow, you know, James Harden and Kyrie Irving to figure their yeah. roles out because KD is going to be KD on whatever team yeah. he plays on. But you know, he's going to be. He's going to be KD, and then you got to you know get in and figure it out. But like Ronnie Cooper, I'm gonna, I'm gonna speak to you in the chat. One thing I can give Kyrie Irving credit for, credit to, is he told James Harden, you know, you're basically gonna be the point guard. You know, I'll go ahead and play off ball. Let me help you decide, you know, the role that's gonna work out best for us because low key James Harden is orchestrating that offense. I mean, he's averaging about, you know, double digit assists a game. And with him being that outside threat, he can score off the triple threat, dribble pass or shoot, and then have a guy like Kyrie playing off the ball. I mean, that's a hell of a backcourt when you think about it. And and I think that we're definitely going to see a second-half push towards the playoffs because none of those guys are there for regular season anything at this point. They're just, you know, they're just chucking along. Right. We got a lot of season ahead, so – they're ready to line up when it comes down to playing the best of seven. That's going to be a tough team to get out of the playoffs. Best believe it. For sure. That yeah. Brooklyn Nets team is going to be tough. 
Yeah, yeah, because you you got you got hitters. They kind of they kind of stack because they all got experience, and uh, it's going to come down to the wire. I think with who we got leading right now, um, you know, Philly's going to be a player in it, of course. Um, Philly's tough, man. Philly's got Philly's you know, they got Ben Simmons over there. He's got a nice, you know, even though he hasn't really mastered that jump shot still, the boy can play, man. He's like a modern-day Magic Johnson. Gets to the basket, gets his teammates involved. You got Embiid over there. You got Tobias Harris, who's who's kind of like, you know, their version of a, uh, you know, a two-way player like a Kawhi Leonard. But definitely a tough team. You still got Milwaukee. I mean, Milwaukee. you know. And I, I think it's going to make some uh, interesting some matchups in the playoffs if you can see Milwaukee go against the Nets because you know he can't stand. Speaking of the Greek freak, he can't stand James Harden. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be good. That's going to be good. We got a lot of season to go. We got a lot of season to go. Um, so let's do this now. Let's get this shit out the way because I want to hear this shit. We're going to give you your five minutes of fucking fame. Okay. Talk about this Super Bowl. How you did predict their score? Okay. Shout out to Tampa Bay. Shout out to Tom Brady. Go. What I do like is that your boy came out and said, uh, kind of trolled him a little bit. Um, what's my guy? Uh, what's my guy? I'm going. Who you talking about, man? Who you I'm, talking about? So don't bring don't bring the shit up and then start forgetting names. Now I am forgetting fucking names. Fuck you. Don't um, do it. All right, while you think of his name, let's talk about how I predicted Tampa Bay was going to have 31 points first off. If you checked into the pre-Super Bowl kickoff with me and Kate Dizzle, I told you guys, 31-25. Hey, Kansas City just didn't show up. But I called Tampa Bay. <laughs> I called Tampa Bay to a T, man. I told everybody, I said I was scared. I was scared to bet. But 31 points from Tampa Bay, that was a hell of a prediction by myself. You know, your boy Hef is always on it. Yeah. Yes. Um, just just should have bet. And I and I also called Tom Brady for MVP. Go ahead. Yeah, that's what you did. You did say it. You did say it. I bet on the young boy and the young boy ain't show up. <laughs> young boy ain't show up. Fucking uh Tariq Hill was dead dead on arrival. Uh mm. the whole office sputtered the entire game. Uh Tampa Bay came to win that game and to dominate. And dominate they did. It wasn't even it wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty at all. I think it wasn't, uh, man. You can chalk it up. You can chalk it up to penalties and all that other stuff, but um, it's what it is. First of all, Rashad Breeland. I don't care what nobody say. I think it's <laughs> overrated. He's the ex Redskin. Anybody that touches foot in Washington, <laughs> your boy K Dizzle will not give him the time of no, day. But he is. He I is a not. bum. I he refuse. is a bum. I don't I like to call people bums, man. Hold He's on. a bum. Only people, the two types, unless you're drafted to the Washington Redskins, shout out to Chase Young, unless you're drafted to the Washington Redskins, you're either washed up or close <laughs> to the end of your career, or you're, I won't say, I won't say a bump, because shout out, because I know some Redskins, it, it's, it, you're having a tough road. <laughs> you have a tough or, or you road. need a check. It's a, tough a place. it's a tough place to make it. D.C. is DC is not the place for sports, unfortunately, unless you're unless you play hockey. Hockey and, and baseball, that's it. You well, know. what about the Mystics? Don't the leave Mystics. out our, no, our, our all, women basketballers. Shout out to DJ Heat. The Mystics, the Washington Mystics are beasts. The Mystics and uh the Caps only one and the and the um 
and the Nats are the only three that fought home championships in the past. That's a lot. That's a lot. All we got to do is get our basketball and football (laughs) team right. That's all we got to do. Football together to save our lives. Man, save I'm, our I'm rooting for LeBron, man. I can't, I can't keep on not having a team to root for in the playoffs. It gets boring. Like it's not, it's not me jumping <laughs> the bandwagon. So, it just gets boring. So, so like, let's talk about that. Let's talk real quick. Let's talk about the parallel of Tom Brady and LeBron James, two players. You know, at probably at the top of their game, at the latter parts of their career. I'm going to throw a question out to the chat and throw a question out to UK Dizzle. Who do you think is going to have the most success to finish their careers over the next, I'd say, three years between Tom Brady and LeBron? Tom Brady. I can't. Mm, over the, you talking about that was a quick answer. Yeah, I mean, obviously LeBron can probably Tom Brady. He, he could probably hang around a lot longer, but the next three years are going to be them at the top of their game. With wisdom and you know physical ability, you think Tom Brady's going to have more success, more championships? If Tom Brady plays again next year, because you got to remember the team he has right now. Okay, he's got Leonard Fournette, right? He's got Antonio Brown, he's got Mike Evans, right? He's got the the rookie lineman, the kid that I love, the the, the curly hair Samoan dude. I can't remember his name. I'm terrible with names. Sorry. <laughs> Will Chamberlain is the one. Who trolled, who trolled Tom Brady when they were talking about GOAT of all sports, period. He brought up all rings and said, kiss the rings, bitch. So Tom Brady, because so many things in the NBA can happen. Was it Will or was it Bill Russell? Bill Russell. There you go. I'm sorry. I'm thinking. Okay. See, thank you for correcting me, asshole. You could have told me the name. Oh, and last week you didn't correct me either. Not to go back what? on the old shit, but I was talking about Tampa Bay. And I was watching the playback, and I said Legarrette Blunt. I meant Leonard Fournette, but I'm sure you guys that. understood. Yeah, everybody understood what you said. Yeah, you were about. You I was about off the Duce. I was off the Duce. But yeah, no doubt, Tom Brady, because too many things in the NBA could change. Too many trades can happen. Too many super teams can bond. I think the the Kyrie, KD, um, and Harden. If that sticks, that's gonna give him hell. Um, if Curry, Curry, Clay, and somebody else, because Draymond Green is sleep at the wheel, comes over there, I think you got something there. There's a lot. There's a there's a lot more dynamics in the NBA than you have in the NFL. Uh, and so, but Tom has his stack, and Tom's always gonna have his stack. Period. Where he goes, because he's at the point where it ain't about money, so he can take a pay cut to get another ring. But what if, but what if Bill gets free to a team like the Lakers, though? Who? Bradley Bill. To the Lakers? Yeah. What if they package up some type of deal to get Why Bradley Bill? Cannot afford to continue to make mistakes over and over and over again. Well, it will be it will be a, a true rebuild. It will be a true they, rebuild for them. They need to sell a team at that point. I'm sorry. You need to sell a team because your culture has been trash for 15 years, Washington. And people tell man, stories man, about stop, how you gotta stop going on my squad. I'm going man. on your squad. I, I look, I want to root for the Washington Wizards. I literally, I want to buy a Wizards hat. I want to buy a jersey. I want to be a home team favorite of basketball. I want a team, but they make it so hard, so hard to like this team because they are so bad. 
You bring West. You bring Westbrook in. You bring Westbrook in. But how long did you wear? But how long did you wear the Eagles uh, merchandise? Oh, I oh I I wore it forever. But let me tell you. Let me Stop say it. this. Let me say this. I didn't wear it forever. I'm gonna take that back. I had a Dexter Manley poster. Shout out to Dexter Manley, crack cocaine. <laughs> Look, I had. I, I've been watching the Eagles since Randall Cunningham, right? But keep in mind of this. 90s in the 90s on the Philadelphia Eagles, they weren't a bad team. Okay, they weren't okay. a bad team, they were an average team in the 2000s for the Philadelphia Eagles. They were an elite team. Say that we weren't, please. You, you, you're talking about McNabb and Andy Reid, the team that lost the NFC championship, the NFC yeah. championship three times, losers, went to the Super Bowl once. We have more NFC championships in those in that time than any that was NFC. when. That was when okay. T.O. had a broke ankle. Yeah, that was ex- – come on. Be honest. I know be my, honest I know my stuff, man. Let's be real. Yeah. Okay? yeah. So, so, that's a difference. That's a – the Washington Wizards, you had one playoff run in how many years? What are you talking about? The Wizards win the playoffs like every year from like three or four years back. Three or four years We just didn't back. win a ch- – Yeah. Come on, man. Stop coming for my Wizards, I am. Man. I'm coming for you, Wizards. Stop it. You don't even have a, a basketball team. I don't. But let's talk about the MVP of this year, LeBron James and these Lakers, and the hat that I'm representing right Why now. Why you keep because... bringing up old shit? You keep there you go, bringing up old shit. <laughs> you want to talk about that fucking hat. All, All right, right, what are we doing? Huh? We're going to get it. We're going we go, we go, <laughs> to go laugh on that shit. We're gonna go left on that shit. Man. All right. Um, hold on. That Russell Westbrook video, man. I swear to God. That's going, that's going down in history. So I got I got into I'm thinking about going into a different wave, right? I'm thinking about doing my 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 movie reviews. You know, I'm thinking about having a section of movie reviews. Obviously, you don't have our good old-fashioned Cisco and Ebert, rest in peace, you know, the old-fashioned two thumbs up. Um, but I saw a movie yesterday. I don't know if you saw it yet. Which movie did you see? I saw American Skin. Oh man, you I saw you I saw you put that out on Facebook. So you can give your your Shallow or deep dive into American skin. I'm gonna give you a quick, quick touch on the little things. Did you see the little things? I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Carry so on. I'm not, I'm not, it. I'm not gonna give you the ending, obviously. But don't give me anything, ending. anything yeah. with my man, anything with my man Denzel. I meant right, and the fact that you know, obviously, we can't go anywhere. They got this HBO Max thing, fifteen dollars a month. Subscribe. You know, you know what I'm saying? I mean, this is like shooting fish in a barrel for me. I don't understand. They probably is there stock in HBO anyway. So <laughs> I, I go ahead and I see that we got two two new movies dropping that you can stream. You got the little things with Denzel and Jared, what's his name? Jared Leto. And you got the Black Messiah, right? Oh, I can't wait I to watch that. that. I'm gonna watch that tonight. I'm gonna watch that tonight. So we'll talk about that next time. Yeah, we'll talk about that. But The Little Things is one of those movies, man. Like, you know, you get you you get one of those like type vibes that you're getting ready to get set up. Mm -hmm. 
Um, you know, there's getting ready to be a twist, but you got basically Denzel. He's a, a former detective down in LA. Um, the movie starts off with him, you know, kind of doing the slow poke um, uh, police officer position out in the county in Bakersfield, but he's going back to LA to pick up some evidence for a case that he's handling out back at home. Upon him like, getting back, it sounds like Fallen. We'll carry. Okay. We'll carry okay. So like upon him, upon him getting back to LA, you know, basically a lot of people are like looking at him like, "What the hell are you doing back here?" So obviously he's got some type of history, and then people know him by name. So he's he's either he's either known to be, you know, pretty strong, or he, he did something to fuck up and gets you know shipped back about LA. So as the story goes on, you know, you kind of see that he's got some some demons coming up in the past for from a previous case when it came down to some women getting murdered and now he's chasing um, the same person that he suspects in a couple of murder cases down in LA. So they tie the whole thing together. Uh, he, he rocks out with the detective who's currently in LA and, you know, they're trying to chase the same person that he chased before. So it's kind of like Denzel placing his, his demons on this new detective and they're kind of intertwined for, uh, a couple of twists and, and I said decent ending, but I check it out, man, because it's Denzel yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah, it's Denzel. You're gonna support because he's he's good at whatever he does. Even How was that review? The view was pretty good. The view was okay. good. I give, okay. I give it two thumbs up. I'm thinking, I'm thinking about it. I, I'm going I'm gonna check it out. I think uh any Denzel movie is good, it's thought provoking. And he, he just goes he goes ham in it. Whatever he does, he goes hard. He's he, a bad he man. He's a bad dude. It, and his son is strong too. Shout out to shout out to his son. Um, yeah. And tenant and uh, was it Malcolm Memory? I haven't watched Malcolm Memory. Yeah. But I watched American Skin. Okay. And I do not recommend. Well, let me let me take that back. I do recommend watching it, but you got to be in the right frame of mind. The reason. Okay. Being, <laughs> reason to be in is because it will infuriate you to no end because it's talking about current events but it was done in such a masterfully way um that uh that leaves you the same way that leaves you the same way you started if that okay. makes sense that leaves you same way you started well who plays an american skin give me a background on american Nathan skin. Parker. for those who haven't heard of it uh american skin there's no okay american skin is based on um, a young a young boy getting shot, you know, being pulled over. A young boy and his son. Um, long story short, cops pull him over, kill a kid because he's got his he's, he's uh, recording with his cell phone, and it goes into the entire entire case. And uh, what happens? We all know he gets acquitted. The officer gets acquitted. No charges filed. And then the father takes matters in his own hands and takes over the police station and puts the officer on trial mm. and it was a funny line he says uh because he brings in people that were there already and then he brings people up from the jail and he says now you're going these are people that are going to be your your jurors are going to convict you and of course the white cop says these aren't these aren't a juror of my peers he's mm. my, and he said and he says welcome to our our world welcome to our world gotcha bitch so, yeah, so I, I won't ruin it, but like I said, it's it's thought provoking. It's good. It it does a great job at laying out laying out both sides of the argument. It does a great job at, at displaying the different 
ideals and thought processes that people out here have. Okay. And, and when people think um, it tackles racism in a way that people who don't think they're racist could understand how they're race, how they're how they're actually racist. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, because you think a certain way, but until you really, until somebody talks you through it and says, "Hey, this is racist because of this," and then you go, "Oh." I never thought about it that way. I guess I am a racist, and, and, and it does it in a in a in a strategic way, on purpose in so many different facets and forms. Where can um, you see that? Where can you see this? Where can you, you can stream American, American skin? skin? Where the key? You can see American skin on uh, Amazon. You got to pay for the shit. Or you, if you have a if you have a Fire TV that's jailbroken, such as myself. Shout out to Fire TV, YouTube, and the jailbreakers out there. Unite <laughs> the jailbreakers. <laughs> <laughs> always have a good VPN. Shout out to VPNs. Shout out to free TV because my Verizon bill is too damn high. So <laughs> go see American Skin. Go see the little things. We're going, we might do that movie review. Um, one thing I'm interested in seeing that's coming out soon is um, it's kind of shitty, but Godzilla versus Kong. And I'm going to be pissed because I already know who's going to win the motherfucker. So I ain't going to go any further. Maybe we can uh, review the trailer next week. We'll review the trailer next week. How about we do that? Yeah. Um, but look, man, I'm going to say this. Uh, going back to our initial conversation on Valentine's, right? Mm-hmm. Um, who started this shit? Like, who started? I need to look this up. You're talking about, like, There's the history? Of, yeah, because there is a lot of made-up made up holidays okay wasn't it like some old wasn't it like some old dude who started this shit who who did it that's what it was like some old dude named like saint valentine or something that shit is not american look i think he was italian i think he was an italian dude okay yeah all i know is they get your money every year and it's pressure it's peer pressure all right the ancient romans may also be responsible for the name modern day of love Emperor Claudius ex- executed two men, both mm. named Valentine. Oh, okay. That's a little... Uh, okay. That's a, there's always death when it comes to, <laughs> to something with the Romans. Oh, here we go. Both named Valentine on February 14th of different years. Can't have two Valentines. Their martyrdom was honored by the Catholic Church with the celebration of St. Valentine's Day. So, we are literally celebrating the death of two people named valentine in in separate separate times mm-hmm. i didn't look, i didn't plan this shit. i just it just came <laughs> to me it was like why the fuck do i have to why the fuck am i forced i'm excuse my language but I'm yeah man you're going hard over valentine's day sheesh sheesh look, you got birthdays look you got birthdays you got you got christmas if you celebrate it hanukkah uh uh, whatever Kwanzaa. You Kwanzaa. Um, you got um you got what? What else you got? You got uh, anniversaries, you have um what else do you give? I mean shit. Who's decided to say, okay, Valentine's we're gonna make it on hearts and candy, and we're gonna require you to do something for your significant other. It's sweet. I like it, it's a great holiday. It's what politics, it man. It's it's geared to the economy. Obviously, we're gonna go spend some money. Look, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Look, 
I'm just saying this. I know I got four, five women in my house. Okay, five. Y'all don't understand what these these holidays do to me. Okay, mm, just gotta I'm get them all everything equal. All of them have to be loved. I don't. All I, I don't. Everything I'm not equal. Short on the love. I'm just saying. How many holidays do we got to have? I'm, I'm mm. birthdays. It's important. Christmas, if you Christmas or Hanukkah or uh, Kwanzaa, if you celebrate it, that's important, right? Special anniversaries, your first date, and all that other great stuff, super important. Okay. Know, basically, you, are, you know, Fourth, okay, Juneteenth, Black people. Since we since we did cancel culture, Fourth of July, Juneteenth is important. Okay. You know? Um, what else do what else do we celebrate? What else do Black people celebrate? Okay, Easter. Easter is important if you if that's your that's your. Uh, Religion. I mean, everybody go to church on Easter. Everybody People don't go to church all year, and all of a sudden on Easter, everybody coming out in the most freshest turquoise and teal. Don't do that. <laughs> I ain't gonna do that. I ain't gonna do that. You know it's true. Valentine's Day. Um, Easter, Easter for church. Why, Clarence? Why? Easter for church is like how New Year's Eve is for rookie drinkers. Like. You got a lot of rookie churchgoers that come out on Easter that don't really know where to sit. You know, they start sitting in people's seats and stuff because they ain't been to church all year, and all of a sudden they're there now, and they sitting in Gertrude's seat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then with New Year's Eve, you got a whole bunch of people that aren't used to really going out, running the streets, drinking and driving and stuff like that. So two dangerous situations. Easter is the most untailored holiday in church <laughs> The most untailored holiday in church history because all the dope boys that just got out or the people who don't go to church they go to they go to where they go to ross or they go to uh what's the kng they, <laughs> they buy a pair of unhemmed pants right and, and they go home from the from mama the michael Irvin collection they mama cuff them right you did catch me lady soldier shout out shout out to lady soldier they go to kng and they cuff them Right, and they too baggy like some like they got drafted in 1992. <laughs> okay, it is the most that's funny as shit. He says the most untailored holiday in history. In history, <laughs> I told you it's 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 a lot of people. It's right a lot of get the fresh Stacy Adams, some patent leather. Right, some of them go to some of them go to go to uh what's the pay less and find the new bucks. Find the bucks. And by the time they get home, the back of their heels be burning. Messing with them, mate, messing with them bucks that you're talking they, about. And, and shout out to Al Russell talking about them <laughs> Stacey Adams. <laughs> Al got seven pair. Look, hey, look. We stay they on point the, like Stacey Adams. They still got the, the uh paper collar over the over the tie, underneath the underneath the collar, man. Look, mm, it's mm, the most untailored. I need, I then there has to be in high school. Okay, I am lobbying for high school for the curriculum. Okay, I don't Pittsburgh County. I don't care. Two things: financial education and fashion. Okay, those have to be requirements: fashion and financial education. If you go to a <laughs> job, if you go to a job job interview as a male, right, and you go with unhemmed pants, okay. And you go with a too big dress shirt, okay? If you go, if, what's the name of the dress shirt, man? 
I'm about to get some some names. Let me not do that. Okay. Unhinged fans. You talking about the Georges? The George? <laughs> no, I'm not going in. Stop. So, or if you're a female, okay, and you go to an interview, right? And and you, mm, I'm about to get in trouble. Nah, you can't do this, man. You can't do this because it's enough pressure to go to the interview anyway. It now you're talking about if the bottoms of my pants ain't straight. Nah. I get it. If you if that's all you got, that's all you got. But I you should that's why I said in school they should teach financial education and fashion. Okay. They don't want to teach you about financial education because they want you to go out here, go to college, burn the credit cards up, get into super debt. That's what they want. But they also should teach you fashion because you go out here, you buy it. You go out here, and if you have to dress up and go to these interviews, you don't know what the hell do you you supposed to look like. You come out there raggedy as hell, yeah. and you come in thinking that I'm I'm dressed for the interview. If you don't have somebody in your life to tell you that or to show you that, you gonna come looking crazy. Let me I, ask you a question. Can well, I ask you a I, question? I got on the pulpit, grinding my gears right there. Go ahead. Yeah, that's that's you know, and I'm glad the chat's talking about it too because a lot of us are bosses out here. Watching the all dressed up podcast. So, speaking of um, you know poorly dressed interviewees or applicants, I know I've interviewed a lot of people in my day, and I know so of you. Let's start with no typos in the resume first, exactly. But do you going into the interview? Do you do you, do you make any? Do you suggest anything about the attire? Do you bring it up? Do you do you have any preconceived notions about how the interview is going to go because that person showed up wearing some crazy, you know, stuff? Or do you say, "Hey, obviously this person got here. Let me give him a chance." Like like how'd you handle it before? You know, okay. speaking of your situation. So I have All right, so when I do interviews, okay, when I do interviews, I look at that but I don't judge them off of that. I go in and my interviews are a little different. My interviews can sometimes be aggressive because I'm not, here's the thing about a resume. And you said, Sinead, really, you said something really important because unfortunately not everybody does interviews the same. When people come in with resumes, a resume will only tell a person what they've done. It will never tell them who they are. And if anybody can pay for someone to do a fantastic resume, that was deep. You got to say that again. Okay. A resume will only tell you what that person has done. It will never tell you who they are. Okay. And anybody can go out here and pay someone to type and press up a good resume. There are people out there that understand how the algorithm works, puts the right amount of words for that government job to come up so that it can ping them and move them to the next level. Okay. That's those things have nothing to do with truthfully the person that you're hiring because mm. when you're talking about um hiring people right yeah the typos do tell you that they're lazy because they didn't proofread um it does tell you that that's a big part of it but it really doesn't tell you tell you entirely who that person up who that person is because what matters the most is the person that you're hiring who who are you bringing into the fold who are you bringing into your team and look now you got me now you got me in my bag no, but it's a, it's a good conversation, though. It's a really so, good conversation. One thing that I was always, and, and still to this day, I am very protective about who I bring in to my team because my team, to me, 
the employees that that I work with, I don't say that work for me, that I work with are our family. And so whoever that we decide to bring into our family has to cut the mustard. I'll use that old term, have to cut the mustard or be up to snuff. Not only just not only just um, 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 skill wise, but they also have to be of a certain of a certain personality. If you have a good judge, if you're a good judge of character, a decent judge of character, you already know what what type of cancer. If people are cancer based on their based on their. Um, uh, God, I'm getting old shit based on how they talk and based on their character, based on their personality. You can tell if somebody's mm-hmm. a cancer or not. 100 percent. 100 percent. If you ask the right questions, Inter- proper interviewing is always about asking the right questions and then not always the can open questions i hate can open questions i'm gonna give you one to start off okay how many times have you heard this question tell me about a time when you had to deal with a customer blah 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 blah. you can google that answer you can google that shit you can make if you're a fantastic liar you can make up a fantastic story let me tell you what i would do let me tell you what i would do in a quick nutshell not to get in too deep because obviously you and I have got a history and you've been in the same you know industries, but I paint the picture of your your most frustrating per se scenario. So I say, look, John, imagine if you haven't eaten all day and your foot hurts and you have a date planned at 730 and your first two appointments for the day didn't show up. And your wife's calling you because she wants you there on time. But your third appointment saying he'll be there at 715. And you know he's going to spin and he's going to, you know, make that transaction with you. What decision are you going to make? You know, I put you in a real world scenario because that's going to happen. And are you going to be a part of my family? And, and can you be a part of my team and actually do the job? I don't give a damn how how well you can tell me a, a, a answer to a question about when you're with the customer, this, and that. Now I'm going to give you the scenario because you're going to have to tell me how you're going to get out of it. And then I'm going to tell you what the reality of it's going to be, because I don't want my job to slap you in the face when I hire you. And then all of a sudden you're like, Oh man, you know, you didn't tell me, you didn't tell me that this was going to be the job. So I just want my, and this is before I go all off into my stuff, you know, I just want my applicant and my candidate to understand what I'm expecting. And then if that's what you want to do, then let's do it. But other than that, you know, that's just some good, good conversation. Yeah. That's a good conversation. That's a, that's a good way to put it, to try to put them in an, in an environment where they have to, they have to try to figure out multiple ways and on how to attack that situation. One of the things I focus on, like I said, I am, I am a hundred percent different. Anybody who's seen this, that knows me that sat in an interview with me or talked to talk with me with, Anytime we come out of an interview, it's always different. I may ask different questions, but I go down the same path. And I don't talk. I ask a few questions about, you know, where they worked. And I ask them, why did they choose that job? Okay. Why did they choose the job? I, then I start asking. The biggest question that I ask and I and I go into the rabbit hole with is, uh, what do you what do you really want to do with your life if money was an object what did you what do you really want to do like what's your what's the thing that you, that you want to do the most yeah what motivates you well no not no not motivates you 
what so what do you, you want to do? do? Okay. What do you want to do? Like, what do you what do you want to do with your life? That is a very tough question to ask, answer, and a, and the reason it's a very tough tough question to answer because a lot of people really don't know what they want to do with their life. They uh, they're only thinking from from here to the next to the next to the next. And, and so, as an employer, look, how do you go off of that answer so when when seventy five percent really don't know? So this is what you do. This is what you do. So I, I've had someone say, you know, well, they're in there for, let's say, our, our profession that we work together was auto sales. And they want to, they're coming in and want to sell cars. They said, well, I really want to be a, you know, I really want to be an uh, orthopedic, you know, a foot doctor. Okay. Who did you go to school for? Did you, did you go to school for it? Oh, no, I didn't really, you know, I didn't, in school, you got to, it says here that you got an administration degree. Why didn't you? go for you know orthopedic surgeon or go in but go into podiatry well i you know i was doing this because they said this and i said but that doesn't make sense why would you do that when you really wanted to do this okay okay so now you get into the question well why are they making the decisions that they're making okay and you try and you're trying to figure out you're trying to really figure out who they are and and if they know if they know what they want to do and 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 where they want to go and that and i always preface it with this after i ask those questions i say this and I, like i said i'm different and look keep in mind that what i'm asking you right now has nothing to do with the current job that you're that you're interviewing with what matters to me more more than anything else is when we bring to when you bring you to the table we want to make sure that not only that you know we we help you be successful in, in when you're working here but also be successful and what you want to do in life because we want to help be that bridge if this isn't it if this is a filler and you're here to learn and gain knowledge that's great i like to know that up front so that so that we we have an understanding on what we're trying to do and where we're trying to accomplish because it's not always about it's not about us it's about it's not about what what we can get from you it's about how can we help you be a be a better you that look that absolutely sounds- absolutely and on the flip side like like Shanice says seek to understand as the you know the interviewee as the applicant i also want to know what can you do for me you know and and i'm going to ask the the appropriate questions when it's my turn because a lot of us don't get taught that either you know going back to what you said a few minutes ago to get into this segment uh kate does you were talking about you know teaching people what to wear but you know what do you look for into a company you know are you are you looking to go into a company and make it a career or are you looking to make it a job and you know how are you going to carry your lifestyle a lot of people don't think about their lifestyle a lot of people go into a job and only think about the job and how it's going to pay but how is that job and this is a great topic too we can talk about it later but how is that job going to affect your lifestyle and those are the questions that that i've learned to ask you know at my age now because you know, you might think you want to do something and all of a sudden you're five years in and you're like, damn, man, you know, what have I been doing for the past five years? hundred percent, hundred percent. And going back to making sure that we talk about when interviewing, we said dress etiquette. And when we ask the right questions to try to seek, seek to understand, Sinead, but more importantly, find out who that person is than anything else. Um, I've had, we're going down that rabbit hole. I'll never forget. I had a guy that I interviewed, right? And he wanted to be a salesman and he was talking about how he worked for it, you know, worked for his father for about about seven years and 
you know, when his father, when his father uh, retired, he was going to take over the business. Um, but he's sitting in front of me wanting to be a salesperson. Hmm. And, and, he, I, and I asked him, I said, so what happened with the business? Oh, well, you know, my, you know, my father retired and, you know, it was just, it was just kind of hard trying to figure out, you know, what to do. And I said, well, did you work for him for seven years? He's like, yeah. I said, didn't you side by side learn and try to, because your plan, like you said, was to take over the business, right? He's like, yeah. So well, why didn't you, what happened? He's like, well, you know, we just kind of let it go, man. <laughs> I was like, well, why did you let it go? You just told me that's what you wanted to do. You know, that was your pop's business. You let your pop's business go? I ain't let my pop's business go, man. What are you talking about? You try to say I let that thing fall under? You try to say, look, and look, all he did, all I did was I touched the nerve, right? I touched the nerve from something that he failed to do, that he said he wanted to do, but didn't happen because he had to face at that moment the fact that. So he spazzed out? Yeah, oh, he spazzed out, man. He spazzed, he spazzed <laughs> out. What are you talking about, man? We on an interview, Doc. I'm like, oh, he projected, oh. man. That's oh, you know, oh. you can project it anytime. Calm down. I'm down, bro. Relax. <laughs> I'm just asking questions. You're sitting here interviewing. I'm you're here on an interview with me for a job. You're telling me that you always want to take over your dad's business. It didn't happen because of things that you said you didn't do. And I'm just trying to figure out why you didn't do it. I don't yeah. think did you really want to do it? I don't think you really wanted to do it. You know, I, I, you're right. I'm leading. I'm asking leading questions, and it's leading to him getting pissed off with the realization that I fucked up. And look, that's, what, that's the purpose. That is the entire purpose of asking those questions. And I and I leave them open so that while we're going down the hole, while we're going, look, I've had so many interviews. They go, man, I didn't expect, I didn't expect this to go. People that I didn't even hire, I didn't even think about. They didn't. I didn't think about hiring. I knew I wasn't going to hire, but I stayed in with the interview just to help them dig deeper and figure out what they really wanted to do. And 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 that's just how I carried it because you look. We work together, hundred percent. Adults do not like to look at that mirror when it's turned on. They don't like to to admit. The hardest thing you can do in life is admit that you're at fault for the things that are going on in your life. The yeah. hardest thing for people to do. Is to admit that you are. It's, the, it's you take are, accountability. It's it's the accountability part. You know, kids, that's the thing. Yo, so I mean, kids kids have it too. I deal with it all the time with my kids. I only we we can go to kids for a whole other situation conversation, but adults do not like looking in that mirror because it's a hard pill to swallow. It's a hard pill to swallow. Say, hey, man, one of I'm, the funniest things I ever heard. Really quick, not to cut you off, but just really quick, uh, from a you know motivational speaker, et. You know, he says. Oh, Shout out to Eric Thomas. Shout out to Eric Thomas. He says, man, put yourself on punishment. You know, a lot of grown-ups, man, are running out here with no accountability, man. Just just getting away with it. You know, just yep. like when you were a kid, when you used to sneak and do something you weren't supposed to, what happened? You get popped and you get put on punishment. You know, as an adult, you can't keep running around out here making these decisions and, and not having, you know, you got to check yourself or somebody else will or you're going to be broke. My sister, shout out to my sister. I was having a conversation with her, right? And she's newly single. She's four, and you know, and she's she's fifty, and she was having a she was talking to this dude, meeting this dude, and you know, they got to talking, and she's digging deep, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, I got it. You know, I had to leave a little early. I had to come home. You know, come where I stay." And 
She was like, oh, where do you stay? He's like, oh, I'm in a group home. This nigga 50 mm. years old. And mm. she was like, like, group home? How, how did you get into a group home? You are 50-something. What what did you do or not do to get to get, well, you know, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. She's like, well, look, I, you know, we've got to stop this conversation. Because, yeah. Because I have, I'm here, 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 and you're here, here, here. You have to, she said, you need this is what she said. Where were they at? Where were they at when he Look, told her that? No, no, no. She said, she said this. No, they were talking on the phone. She said this. Oh. She said, you need to find a woman in a group home. <laughs> <laughs> mm, it's mm, just mm. true. She said, you need to find somebody on your level who's at that same level that you at. You're not going to come over here. Well, I got a paid house. You know, I'm doing my own thing. I'm paying my own bills. You got to yeah. find somebody in a group home. Because this ain't gonna work. We are not equally yoked at this point. And well, he went hard. Be, he went hard all the way around. You gotta be able to wherever you are. And and here's the other. Here's the other side of that. Once you face those facts that you are where you are because of the decisions that you make, that's the beginning point of you hopefully making better decisions and moving you and moving yourself in the direction that you want to move into. Because the worst thing you can do is sit there look in the mirror and stay in the mirror and be mad at yourself that's the worst thing you can do the best thing you can do is figure out how to not how to get out of where you are or get further into where you want to be from that point from that point so man you know you know i've i've, I've come up with with three words uh, three words right and, and i say this to my team and stuff when when i'm managing and trying to motivate but make a decision Make a decision. I mean, we can all do what we want to do. You know, everybody has the same tools at the end of the day. We all come from different paths and different upbringings. And, of course, there's oppression and things like that. But when you're in the job, you got a phone, you got a desk, you got a computer, things of that nature. It comes down to what you want and how much effort you're going to put out. You know, throughout my 20s, man, I was blessed to work under a lot of people that had a lot of success. And... I realized that it was what they did when people weren't watching, you know, it's the fortitude. It's the things that you don't, you don't necessarily coach or teach, you know, it's, it's practicing the mastering your craft. It's studying what you're going to do the next day beforehand It's preparation. And, and, and that's the biggest thing, make a decision. You know, you can easily, you can easily decide to be a bum. You can decide to stay home. You can decide to not show up. You know, that's a decision too. I'm not gonna look, look, I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock your decision, right? I'm not gonna fault you. We can go right literally right now. We can we can go we can go to the connect, right? Grab grab a half, go to Walmart, get a couple Metro PCS phones, and go to work. Okay, it's easy to stay in that level, it's easy to stay in that direction. Proper planning prevents poor performance, adults. Don't, don't, don't get out of their misery. They get out of it. They, they stay in their own way. And let me add this to you. Add that to what you just said, because it fits everything what you said after. You said make a decision. And the second part, I would say, and stick with it. Because yeah. what happens is people make that decision. But as soon as they, as soon as they tap failure or tap or failure, tap someone on the shoulder, says, hey, same working. They quit. Same way with this podcast. Say, how long? Have we been trying to do this shit? How For many years. years ago, and and, and the messed up part. Oh, how many years ago was it? Were we filming 
in a barbershop at 10 at night. Way on- before, way before other people were filming in barbershops at 10 o'clock at night. Oh and way God. before, and way before a pandemic when everybody turned into a podcaster. But no disrespect, not to knock everybody, you know. Yeah. But that's but that's the that's the case of it. Make a decision and stick with it. Stick with it until something happens. Until something happens. You know, they say pray until something happens. Just make a decision and and stick with it until something happens. That's I mean, I can't, I can't like look Where around. Where are we going? We, you know, this is what we do, man. We started off, we started off with Valentine's Day weekend to to the NBA to to Takashi Six Nine with versatile. We're showing our versatility, but that's what we do. Yeah, you know. And and if you want to talk about good content, or if you want to hear good stuff, tune in to. The all dressed up podcast, man. But you know, not to, not to take it. <laughs> plug, shameless plug. But um, but you know, nah, man. Not to not to go off on a tangent. Um, you know, you you put people. You don't want to be the person in the room that's the least fortunate, and you don't want to be the person in the room that's the most fortunate. You want to all be, you know, obviously be in that liquid movement to where you see people thriving and you want to find out what's going on. You don't have to copycat. You don't have to emulate, but take some things from the people that you're seeing around you that are successful and try to make it your own. That's my biggest advice, man. It's 2021. You can't trust a lot of people, you know, a lot of politicians and all that, but you can definitely put out the effort while you, while you have the ability to, and just see where it can take you. You never know. You might be surprised. Let's say just in, in your 2021 advice, I'm gonna give it. And we're gonna we're gonna shut it down real quick. But my 2021 advice, we talked about a lot of great things. And I'm gonna go. We're gonna back. We'll go back and look at this content. And say wow, mm-hmm. old left field. But my biggest my biggest advice I can give to you right now is to be happy with yourself, who you are, and where you are right now. Be happy with yourself with who you are and where you are right now. And the biggest part of that is because if you're not happy with yourself, where you are and who you are right now, how do you expect to grow to be somebody else? That you you, that you, you won't. How do you expect to grow and be and be that person that you want to be if you're not happy within your own skin where it is right now? Okay? Take all that other bullshit, that stature, I'm I'm supposed to be here by now. I'm supposed to be doing this by now. No, you're not. That is that is a crock of shit. That is oh now you know that's that's something that haunts a lot of us too. That is that is peer pressure put on to yourself for no fucking reason. And I'm I'm cursing because it irritates my life. Because people say you gotta be this by this time, you gotta be that by that time, you gotta be doing this by this time. No, you don't. This is a marathon. This is it. Look, if fucking um, Morgan Freeman can get his first job at what? 54? First acting job at 54? And that was yeah. back in 1967? Look at him now. He's 102, still acting. Look yeah. at him. But, <laughs> but the truth of the matter is, you have to be happy where you are with who you are right now. Okay? And I'm telling you, if you just make that decision and stick with it, you make that decision and stick with it. Everything about everything that happens in your day and in your life from there on out will change because you are now in a different state of mind. People won't understand it. 
all only thing that matters is how you feel about yourself and who you are and where you are right now and everything that you want in life will start coming to you in that direction because now you're attracting the right things you're projecting happiness you're projecting satisfaction you you're not projecting complacency you're projecting that you are good you are great and great things happen to me i am i'm a great person i, I am who i am and i'm supposed to be and i'm not ashamed about it everything that you want will start coming towards you Ooh, doctor dr k preaching tonight not fiction i promise you energy attracts energy that's the only way yeah. that anything ever works everything that you ever freaking see the secret bob proctor eric thomas um you know les brown whoever you listen to whoever you think of whoever you who's ever putting that in you they'll tell you the same damn thing gary v everybody's telling you the same thing energy attracts energy so you have to be happy with who you are and where you are right now so that so that those things will come in. because if you're not you're stuck in that misery that's all you're going to see that's all you're going to think about i promise you i've never had a bill get paid with me <laughs> thinking about it not being paid with me thinking yeah. about it not getting paid i've never had a bill if i thought about it let me tell you <laughs> think about that bill oh my god i ain't got the money to pay oh my jesus i don't know how i'm gonna do it i don't know where it's gonna come from lord have mercy i'm gonna have to get my 40 dollars work on i don't lord do i have to go <laughs> if you start if you do that i promise you it's gonna be there it's gonna stay there and it's gonna sit on you like a cancer those thoughts are cancer man that's yeah. it be happy nah, with so. who you are right now make that decision and stick with it shout out to our man young half have screens putting that together because i we just went from hey man it's it's never it's never a bad time for a good deep dive into some real into some real shit but you know shout out to the chat tonight too because you guys keep it uh keep it fun and throwing back some information to us we love to talk back to you um you know hit us up on instagram and facebook and twitch and and all that good stuff and tell us what you guys want us to talk about too um obviously we like to Young have streams. He's everywhere. All that and then some. Me, same thing. I'm everywhere. All that and then some. Short, dark, and handsome. Busted side your eye. Show you where I come from. Yeah, I did that. I did that. I'm showing myself. But yeah, man. Look, we gonna. We usually do this on Sundays, but yesterday was Valentine's Day, so we took a pause for the car, uh, spent the time with the family and friends, and make sure we we let them know that we love them, even though we're celebrating. Uh, a money a money hungry uh situation and <laughs> no doubt two dead people from the roman roman catholic time but um we thank you guys for stopping in everybody shout out to shanae lady soldier uh mama half uh and rodney for coming through and being interactive in the chat do me a favor we want to continue to do this uh let people know share it love it we're gonna post it on youtube everywhere else facebook twitter ig all, all everything you can think of we're just trying to do this because we love it we enjoy it and we and we grow and it just comes out naturally look i felt like i was do, we're doing a saturday morning meeting i missed i'm I miss telling it. you man i miss it but i don't don't I miss, miss it too much it, i don't <laughs> so uh any anything you got man half before we call it out hey man i was right last weekend i'll probably be right again chat everybody that's checking us out don't don't uh, don't take this for eric it's not but keep keep uh checking us out we're gonna have some fun thank you for joining us and uh we'll talk to you next time
light skin and his light skin and this had to come out. It had to come out. <laughs> light skin and this had to come out. It's just what it is, man. Shout out to y'all, man. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Thank y'all for coming through. We'll see y'all next time. You know, you know, and I know, and they know, they know, and we know.